What's up, filmmakers, producers, and hunters? This is your host, Tom Petrie, and you are listening to the Film the Hunt podcast brought to you by Bedford Camera and Video. Film the Hunt is your leader in outdoor video education and is designed by both myself and Nick Ventura of Become One. I think we've designed this curriculum so that we can provide the training to help you develop an eye. I think one of the best things about cinematography is like when people break rules and it works. It's tough to film a hunt. You really have to want to do it. (laughs) And to to turn that into a story is a very tough thing. One of the best decisions I've ever made because it changed, changed my life. Jason Madsinger, welcome to the Film the Hunt podcast. I appreciate it. I've been waiting for this invite. I'm surprised I'm guest like 87 on the list. Where can you buy that, you think? Uh, Bedford Cameron Video. (laughs) (laughs) I've talked about it enough on the podcast. I think people have figured that out. Have you ever dreamed of working in the outdoor industry and unsure of what that next step should be? Film the Hunt, the industry's leader in production education and the most trusted source for job placement. How oh, now, brown cow? <laughs> One more time. <laughs> All right, we're just going to dive right into this. Welcome back to the Film the Hunt podcast. This is your host, Tom Petrie, and I have uh, a really, really, really special treat for everyone out there. Um, the one, the only, the 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 the, the your, your original host of the podcast for the first time since he's departed us and kind of ghosted, right? Everybody's like, where the hell did he go? He's back. The one, the only, Suzowitz. Jordan, how the hell are you, buddy? I am fantastic. You are fantastic. It is good to put my voice back on this. (laughs) I tell you what. Right now, everybody's sitting on the edge of their seats. They're like, what the hell is he going to say tonight? (laughs) I'm alive. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, man. It's good to have you back. It's Um, good to be back. We are in... Colorado deer can't elk, elk moose bear wait wait where the hell are we we're in northern Colorado let's just leave it at that uh, we're on a rifle hunt in northern Colorado um, in a really old farmhouse out in the middle of uh, nowhere here um, and we're going to get into what we're doing and what this is all about but I want to introduce around the table who we've got on today's podcast um to my left was Jordan. To his left is Chris Hayes. You guys have heard a lot of Chris uh, on the podcast. Chris, good to have you here. This is kind of cute. They're passing around a little level here. They're, passing, they're, they're grabbing it with their pinkies out. Like they're going to have a glass of wine. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. Okay, Chris, good to have you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so Chris is out here running camera. Of course, Jordan's running camera. Jordan's running camera for myself. Chris is actually running camera for some of my closest friends, uh, Foot and Kylie. That's I'm, I'm, I can't call him Jason, but that's his real name. Jason Calafoot to his left and his wife, Kylie Calafoot to his left. Foot, welcome to your first ever podcast. Yeah, I never even heard one before, so this is pretty cool. <laughs> He's like, what is a pod? What is, are you saying podcast? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> but he's on his first ever podcast. Uh, uh, Foot and I go back a long time, went to high school together, lived in New Jersey together, grew up together, hunted together, uh, played football together, uh, got a lot of a lot of stories to tell, and we've shared together. a fair amount. We worked together, that's right. Uh, so we've got a lot of stories to tell, and we've shared a hell of a uh, amount of them in the last couple nights around this very table over several cocktails. To his left... Uh, 
Kylie Kellafoot. Kylie, welcome. Hello. How the hell are you? I'm great. Happy you to are. be here. Uh, glad to have you. Um, I promise I'll never book a hunt for you ever again. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I said earlier, I was like, here's how we're going to play this from now on, Kylie. Our next elk hunt, we're going to arrange it, but it's going to be a secret that I'm going. And then you can ask me last say, hey, Tom, you want to go on an elk hunt with me? I'll be like, oh, it's so, such a surprise. Let's go. Because I brought my bad elk juju to this damn camp. We'll talk about that. I promise we're going to get there. We, um, you know, we always, this podcast is for several reasons. We want to entertain. We want to talk about our hunting adventures while we're out running around. Uh, but we also want to educate you on some of the, the, you know, the troubleshooting and some of the things we ran into this week. But, um, so we are in fact at Colorado elk camp, uh, here in Northern Colorado. And, um, here's the situation. Just no goddamn elk. <laughs> None. <laughs> There's no freaking elk. Not one. one. Last year there were 120 in here. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the classic story. There's a hundred. There was 120 here last year, but let's be honest. Here's the situation. There are no elk. None. Day four of putting glasses to our face. Imagine this. If you guys, you know, this is. I, th- I really do think that this is a classic example of you know you can't control Mother Nature. It really is, um, because this is October, what's today, 18th? Yep. Right? October 18th. It's pushing mid to high 50s, almost 60. The sun is blaring hot. It feels 70 out when you, when you first want to you know, go out in the afternoon. But bottom line, and you know, we've talked with Justin, it, these elk aren't being pushed down. There's no snow in the high country. There's no, there's no reason for these elk to come down. They still have feed. They still have everything they need up in the high country. We have literally sat in the same spots behind glasses for four days, and we've seen one elk. Now, that one elk, (laughs) I I will say. (laughs) So let me paint this picture. So we're, we're, okay, so who is it? It's me, Foot, and Jordan. Yep. Right? And we're sitting over on this one knob to the north, northwest, and Kylie and Chris and Justin... Justin's our guy. He's who we're hunting. We're out. We're out here with. They're all sitting to the to the south at this other ridge, and we kind of both spot this this bull. So yes, the one elk we saw was a bull, actually, right? But we, I'm, me, Foot, and Jordan are over there. I mean, we have seen this thing for two and a half minutes. We're already planning the pack out. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, we were. We're like, okay, can Kylie handle the antlers, the head, and the hide? It's like 100, and you know, it's probably going to be 100 and some pounds. He's like, I don't know. Well, how are we going to do that? Well, I think if we run this spine down, we can get that. We might take two, three loads. I don't know. What packs do you? <laughs> Looking back, it's like how ridiculous. <laughs> this bull was a mile and a half away, and we're over there glass, and I'm like. I- I think I lost him in the clouds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just goes to show you like that you get that light of hope. You know, you see that one, you've been waiting to see this elk. We saw it and now we're like, okay, we're going to make a play. Let's think about pack out. How are we going to do it? It's high country. We, oh my God. I've, I, I belly laughed at that again today. <laughs> thinking how ridiculous were we? What? So, okay. So this is coming from me who was sitting with foot and Jordan. So from Kylie, like, okay, so paint the picture. What were you guys thinking? What was going on Exact same thing. Because Justin, he spotted it first. So then Chris is trying to get the camera out, get the camera on the elk, can't find the elk. I can't find the elk. I think he's just lying to me. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> spot, you know, get my hopes back up. Finally spotted up there, and he's just 
real cool, calm and collected, yep. telling us, okay, he's going to go up over there. He's going to bed down. And then he goes past the spot where he says he's going to bed down. He That elk keeps going all the way up. Yeah, he did Next too. thing you know, he dumps over the side. And we're still sitting there <clears throat> just praying he's going to stop right there. We're all watching him. Just watching him. And that was it. He just disappeared. disappeared. And then he's kind of telling us what would be the next step. And I, I mean, I think really it was just to sit and wait. And that was it. And then yeah. maybe try and go after him later later in the afternoon but we didn't really know what was going to happen so well and, and of course there was the hopes of him being pushed back out but i remember us sitting there going i think we hear do you hear that i think it's a side by side they're going they're going mm-hmm. after him they're going after him. oh yeah and then finally yeah. it's like i heard i heard cows yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like i think i heard a chuckle <laughs> like all this imaginary shit starts happening yeah. I heard him chuckle. It's so true. <laughs> I think it was. I think. I think it was a blue jay. The cow was a blue jay, and the chuckle Jordan farted. I'm pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> that elk was so far away that if somebody would have shot him, we wouldn't have heard the shot. Right. <laughs> right. And we yeah. were so jacked, so jacked. Boom! Straight to ten. We were like all like Chris, like just bam, yeah. like straight to ten. Yeah. I'm like, holy smokes! Well, we the have text a boulder message just started coming in from. I guess it was you, Jason, saying, you guys going in after it? You see and him? You see him? You going in after him? And I'm just sitting there laughing like, he's going to take two hours to get to that elk. <laughs> he's going to be in Wyoming by the time we get up there. I, I swear we felt like you could just take off running and be there yeah. in 10 minutes oh, and just gosh. be set up on him. Like, we were so excited over there. We really were. So uh, kind of paint to the viewers, too, like, okay, this is Kylie's. So okay, Kylie and I both hold the tags, right? Foot's here with his wife, and of course the camera crew's here. Um, but but and and I've said since day one, if we had one opportunity, I want it to be Kylie because this is your second yes. elk hunt ever. First yeah. hunt was archery, yep. which I think is pretty cool too. Like you rewind all these years, that was in 2015. Yep. Yep. And we archery hunted elk together as a group, uh, minus the camera guys. Neither one of you guys were here, Jordan or Chris. Um, but we archery hunted elk in Colorado. I don't remember what part. That was southern Colorado. Way yeah. southern. We were, was right way Mexico. we were literally on New Mexico fences. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and, and that hunt was fun. We did get into some bulls. You guys saw some elk, but you saw also some antelope yeah. and some different things. But it's just kind of crazy. You know, you fast forward, that's, what, seven years. And this is your first opportunity. So it sucks. It really does suck. Because here we are with no elk even to see let alone one to hunt, and it's like, you know, so Jordan, Chris, Chris, why don't you, okay, one of the questions I wanted to ask you um, or talk about is like one of the hardest things is you're dealing with someone that's not used to being filmed, right? Kylie, uh, she's been filmed before. Obviously, we just talked about 2015, but it's been a long time. Probably since then, you've not been like center of attention in front of a camera, Maybe at work. Uh, I actually am, and that's something that we had talked about oh, at really? work. That's that good. I, they painted me. The, yeah, I have to be the one that's sort of like the face of. The oh, social media. so you're kind of used yeah. to that. But I'm not used to it in this sense to where it's more. It's different. Like the the stuff that I do for work is more funny, entertaining, trendy mm. Instagram stuff. This okay. is more product placement. Yeah. It's more serious. Right. right. <laughs> so there is some challenges to what he's asking me to do, and, and right. you know that that's definitely been a little bit of a learning curve. But yeah, you know, he can probably speak more to that. But he's been great at 
Goodbye, delegating <laughs> eight inches away <laughs> yeah yeah well and that's and that's the hard part because not everybody's a good sport with that i know going into this i was like okay well kylie's a woman in badlands gear they don't have a lot of a lot of imagery and a lot of content with women in the gear and it's only been around for a little over a year i guess year and a half um so they're still looking for a lot of that content so i was hoping to get some of that content on this hunt so chris how has that been? I mean, I, I know you're not overly used to that because you're still so new at this game, mm-hmm. but any challenges, any tips for anybody out there to working with? And I have one for you, actually. Awesome. But I'll start with you uh, kind of explaining that. As so a, I think the thing that I tried to do the most to get those shots was really to try and get as many candid shots as I could yeah. and then only kind of direct Kylie to do things when I really needed her to. <laughs> Um, it's been super cold and she's had big mittens on, so I, I didn't want her to not wear her mittens the whole time, but they were kind of interfering with some of the pictures. So yeah, try to work fast, um, and get those shots without gloves on so she could get them back on. Yeah. Um, now let's clarify. It's been super cold in the morning. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, cause then all of a sudden it's like, bam, 50. Like it goes, it goes from, yeah. Yeah. It goes from 21 to, isn't that crazy too? You wake up every morning just cold, yeah. Yeah. and then you walk in in the afternoon, and you're like, you can't walk. You're, you want to go in in your underwear and your <laughs> giant shirt with your tramp stamp. <laughs> well, out. just for just know, so you guys know, Foot has a front tramp stamp and a back tramp stamp. We're and I'm proud of it. He is. He's so proud. He's showing us and for right those now. Those who want to see it, Jordan has pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris is looking, staring at it. It's really weird right now. What's going on? This is going south. Is that a back? Is that a tail? Did he What's turn going around? On? What is that? <laughs> I don't know how we got on tramp stamps. I still Where see we? It. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Bedford Camera provides everything you need, regardless of your budget or skill level. Whether you're into shooting photos or filming your hunting and fishing adventures, you can speak directly to their outdoor division, so you can feel confident they understand your needs. The outdoor team at Bedford's isn't there to move product off the shelf fast. They are there because they care and to help you get into the gear that's right for you. With seven store locations and a huge inventory of product, they have what you want when you want it. Bedford Camera and Video. How do we get off on that? What the hell? <laughs> the tramp stamp. How do we get the tramp stamp? Yeah, I think I brought it up. We were talking about how hot it was. Yeah. In the oh, yeah. That's honestly, right. with the wind the way it's been, it's like, I don't know, yeah. tonight. At the end of the night, it got a little bit chilly. It did, but nothing like two, three nights ago. No. 40 mile an hour in your face. Yeah, as soon as that sun drops, Zoe, it gets cold. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, um, back to that. So when you're working with somebody, especially that's not like into it, like you're not working for Nate and Randy or or me or Mm -hmm. or Willie and them or Nick, you're working with somebody that's just here on a hunt and happens to be on film so you got to be careful yeah you got to be careful with that stuff and act fast work fast think and plan out these things and then execute right so they're not like okay are we done you know whatever so and it just so happens that kylie's a good sport really she could have showed up in real tree and not even been on film and not given a shit and it would have been okay but she's a good sport did it and and uh you climbed that son of a bitch so that so yesterday foot and i or uh, jordan and i were talking about this tonight you went up to that top twice on this twice. trip because you went up the right side yeah. with us. Yeah, me, that's, him, and Justin did. Yep. That's a hump in boots. In boots. That are. <laughs> yeah, that are duct ta- now yeah. duct taped together. Like flip flop boots. Because that climb destroyed them. Yeah, it is tough. Yeah. All these rolling rocks and sand, and it's a thousand foot climb. 
pretty much straight up. Straight up. Oh, starting at eighty-two hundred like, feet. Hang on, shh, hang on, shh. Oh, <laughs> such a good sound right here on the Film the Hunt podcast. That's a wonderful sound. Um, starting so, at eighty-two hundred feet too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a great point. So starting at eighty-two, ending We're at ninety-three. Yeah, and so you're you're starting with a low lung capacity, and then you're ending with. Yeah, it, it was it's a rugged climb. So you did it twice. Yep. Hats off to you for being an animal out here this week. <laughs> you really have been because you don't do this shit. You know, like we do it. Forget take take training, working out, and all that out of the equation. When you get to eighty oh, yeah. five hundred feet and you got to climb to ninety five hundred round numbers, that's a different ball game. Mm-hmm. That's a totally different ball With game. With all your gear on your back. Yeah, exactly. Especially and, not being acclimated. To well, the, right. And to then the on top of it, you're in clothes that aren't, you know, they're not like workout clothes. So you're stiff. Yeah. So no matter how hard you train for it. Yeah. You're not out there with a, go. a rifle on your back <laughs> and, and all this gear. Exactly. So Chris, bouncing back to um, to what you were talking about, there, you know, a little bit earlier, um, would you say... Uh, Obviously, a checklist is important, mm-hmm. right? Um, we, we've had, and Jordan, feel free, I, w- I want you to chime in on this as well. But like, so we have a checklist, and I think a checklist is important for anybody, like going on these trips. For if you're shooting with a purpose, if you're shooting for an episode, or you're shooting for a film, or whatever it is you want to do, you've got to have a checklist. That's number one. Um, number two, how you execute that checklist becomes very interesting in a hunt. Like, for instance, Jordan, you've been around a lot where we haven't had a lot of time to execute that said checklist. Now, on this trip, we've had lots of freaking time to execute that checklist. We've had nothing but time to execute that checklist. But can you talk a little bit about how in a pinch? Yeah, I mean, I think we've mentioned it too before on on the podcast. It's like we're in such an uncontrolled environment you know, we're not like on a Hollywood set where, you know, we can nail this stuff. So as a freelancer or field producer or whatever, but that's, that's the, the cool challenge about this job is you have to be quick on your feet and think, um, and always being prepared for that situation. Cause like, let's just take whitetail hunting for instance you're stuck in a tree stand and you have that checklist and you got deer running around you all day how are you going to do that so right. you, so you go one day you're like oh, i still haven't got that content you got to okay well i'm gonna have to shoot that content first light whatever it may be you got you got to be always trying to check that stuff off the list yeah now situations like we are in right now where we've had the time that gives you the opportunity to be extra creative Yep. You know, take your time. Sure. Um, I like today. I shot a photo um, of of Tom. Uh, it's just I try to get those once in a while. I'll get a super grungy in the uh, moment shot that just kind of you know shows the eye, the yeah. one with the eye. Yeah, I know. Um, and I, I we had the time to do it. You know, like or when yesterday when we were doing that hike. Because of my longer legs, <laughs> yeah, and I get a few steps ahead of Tommy. Oh, dude, <laughs> Tommy's got one, two, two to three steps to your one. Yeah, I was able to jump ahead of you a little ways, um, knowing we still had a ways to climb. But that gave me the opportunity to point back down at you because I mean, there's some products that I needed to shoot. Um, so you just always got to be thinking ahead of the game. You right. got to be you be quick on your feet. 
because it is important for that checklist to get completed right. because those are deliverables and if you don't right. deliver those those images or or content then yeah we're not we're not making yeah. money we're yeah. not, we're not doing part of the job and and I'll add to that in saying like when I delivered this list to you and I have it right in front of me so I didn't forget one of the things I, I wrote on that list was just brands to concentrate on this hunt and they were vortex Badlands, which were more specific to the bino harness, the pack, and women's gear, and then on X. So, like, you know, we have a dozen partners, let's just say, but these three were important to this particular hunt. So that helps you guys say, well, if we get these short windows of content to produce, this is what we need to concentrate on, rather than just kind of willy-nilly shooting a photo of whatever. No, I need vortex, so binoculars, scope, whatever it may be, rangefinder. Um so, and I'm a firm believer in lists. The older I get, I'm even more believer in lists because you forget and you can't keep track. It just, you know, lists and checking them off. Uh, and you guys are doing that. We're actually, I'm looking at a shared list right now on our iPhones that we have shared. And I'm looking at the ones you guys have checked off. And we still have quite a few to check off here. But uh, we, you know, you guys are nailing them, I guess is my point. But Chris, do you have something to add to that? I did. You know, yeah. the, the one thing I wanted to talk about was... <clears throat> being creative when you do have time. And this trip in particular has been a little bit challenging for me to stay creative just because we've been hunting the same spots. The weather has been exactly the same. We haven't been seeing elk. So getting different shots yeah. every day in the same type of scenarios has proved to be a little bit difficult, but yeah. Do you have, I've uh, taken uh, a lot of pictures. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. Good, that is good. So tell me how you have attempted to overcome that. Like, what have you done in those situations to try and keep it fresh or creative? I've tried to do things at different focal lengths, use different lenses, different angles. Um, yeah. You know, just try not to shoot the same shit over and over and over right. again, even though the setting is the same shit over and over Right, and over. right, right. And I think that's, you know, that's going back to the schools. We teach that the camera placement and time of day and lighting can change everything. It can look completely different. Uh, and, and as you mentioned, different lenses, different focal lengths, you can make the same damn spot look different, probably 10 different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's, it, it's, it's, an, it's very important to mention because a lot of times people are stuck in that position. It's funny you say that because I think we talk about it at the school, uh, shooting a fire hydrant. How can you make a fire hydrant look yep. Korean. I'm not sure what a fire hydrant is. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Jordan Suzuwin, yeah. to the Film the Hunt podcast. <laughs> that, could be, that could be the seven beers we've had. But yeah. anyway, but, but a fire hydrant. A fire hydrant. <laughs> That's yeah. that Michigan slang right there. But you we've know, missed the Michigan slang. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, go on. You're, you're 100% right. Because it's, it's like, boring. Yeah, you're yeah. shooting a still image right. of, of product that's... But that's how you test yourself and, and, and really bring out your inner creative because you want that image to look at the best that it can be. So, yep. yeah, yep. having the time. I mean, it's been cool to watch Chris challenge himself because it's, yeah, it's the same setting. Yeah, I've been around a few years now, so it's like I know what I need to shoot. Exactly. And it's been fun to take that time because I've always been in situations where it's like, shit, I need to hurry up and like get these images. So right. it's, it's been a little bit more fun this week to – to have that and they've looked good we, re- we reviewed some that we shot this morning and and they looked amazing um so yeah and i think that's important too is using that time of day yeah. the lighting and downtime is obviously the best time for anybody listening that's trying to do this or you're out doing this 
you have downtime, it's not your downtime. It's your time to actually go to work. Downtime speaking about the hunt. Yeah. If it's a downtime in the hunt and it's time for you to go to work. Um, so there is no downtime. Yeah. Yeah. For, especially for newbies. I mean, um, it's funny. I love the game of golf. They always say to get better, you got to hit a lot of golf balls. Well, if you want to get better at taking photos, take more photos. Sure. You know, and one, one of the things I've enjoyed, and we're going to do more of this tomorrow. I know the foots are leaving, which sucks, but with tomorrow midday, what I want to do, I think it'd be a great exercise. We already done it a little bit, but you let's look through a hundred of your photos, Chris, and then look through a hundred of your photos, Jordan. Oh, and, I, and I want to, <laughs> no, but that's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's going to be soup. Yeah. It, it's going to be super beneficial for you, Chris, more so than Jordan to just see all the things like, why is he seeing that the way he's seeing it? The more you do that, honestly, anybody, anybody listening, like go on Instagram and pick out, 20 of your favorite photos and then sit down and you pick that photo apart yourself and say, why do I like it? What is it about this photo I like? And then that shit's going to start just clicking in your head like, okay, it's because of the way they place that sun or the lighting or, uh, you know, the way that uh, that slight bit of light is hitting her in the cheek or, you know, eyelashes. Maybe it's super tight. Uh, reflection on the eye. Who knows? It's you, funny. It's funny you say that because before we shot our photos this morning, mm-hmm. I flipped down in Instagram and just went to a few of the guys yeah, that I follow. Exactly. And just flipped through their page and just just to help generate that creativeness. Like, okay, you know, you just get that the mojo going. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, yeah. It's like listening to you know getting your favorite freaking amped up song on before you go out to climb the mountain at oh, five a.m. You know, <laughs> how many times have we done that? Just crank the radio, just like yeah. Gah, gah, gah. Yeah. you got to get psyched. You got to get yourself in the moment yep. and. And that may be the way to do it. Jordan, while you're on this, I, I have another note before we bounce back to the hunt itself. But one of the things we've been running the new Canon R5C now, uh, and you had not, you had not run it. No. So you jumped into that camera first on this trip. It was the first time you really had to dive in and, and run it. And I know you've had your, your fair share of disagreements with the camera. You guys were like, like two brothers. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you overcame a lot of it anyway. Tell me a little bit about that experience. What maybe you can well, I knew, tips and things like that. Yeah, I knew coming into it that it was a rock solid camera. Um, obviously, I'm a Canon fan. Um, it's, you know, I've been used to running the R6 and the Red for the past couple of years. So, right. Um, and the R6 has is, is been amazing. It's a rock solid camera um, and very used to it. Yep. So yep. coming into a new situation, this has been the first time for me in a long time that I've had to run a, a camera on set mm-hmm. immediately, no training, no nothing, like Just press record in. and let's go right now. Like So right. it's like um, having that uh, experience to, to understand the, the functions, uh, you know, the basic functions of the camera mm-hmm. helps. Yeah. But there's still major things in that camera that, yeah really pissed me off well and menu layout and menu layout because totally it's like different. you get in situations where you got to react fast and right and, and stuff like that so it's like that's why you know we're film the hunt i mean has helped me because i have that knowledge to to figure it out quickly yeah um but i still struggled in some things in autofocus was one because um sometimes i'm shooting photo or video i'll i'll run autofocus for sure. specific shots uh I was like, autofocus in this camera sucks. And you're like, no way, it's super good. I'm thinking, no, this thing is terrible. Right. Like, I've ran right. cheaper cameras and the autofocus is way better than this. But 
uh, it was one setting in the camera that we found yep. um, that changed the whole game of that camera. So, yep. Yep. recognizing that situation, talking it through with someone, because I talked it through with you. Yeah. Um, and, and we figured it out. And we figured it out. So that was a pretty big game changer for me because it was like, when you're in those moments, you need to react. And when the mm-hmm. camera's not reacting and you're reacting, it can get super frustrating. So. Yeah, and then maybe you're not you're not even going to get the content you need because you can't exactly. fix the problem. Yeah. So, yeah, being again being able to uh, you know react quickly in situations like that is beneficial. But overall, I thought that R five C is a good camera. I'm still going to go to the red. Right. <laughs> um, right. I just I, I thoroughly enjoy the red. Yeah. Um, it's it's significantly heavier, but yeah, it is. Um, yeah, and a lot more expensive. Yeah, <laughs> my wife says I have an expensive taste. <laughs> the R five C is not cheap. The red no. is really expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's you overcame them. We're getting footage. We're cut. We're, we're, you know, we're breaking through those barriers. So I'm not really worried about it. Those were kind of uh, hurdles that you had to get over as an operator. You know, some of them anyway. Yeah. And, you know, for anyone, you know, especially as a freelancer, if you go on set, like I know one time, um, you know, headhunters, they'd call me and they're like, you can come down and run all my, you know, run our gear. And I knew they were running Sony. So like, again, having that under, you know, under how to run a camera, each function, how they Mm -hmm. operate is super critical because obviously a lot of the cameras, I mean, that's how they operate, but like, you got to have that knowledge. Yeah, for sure. So Chris, I'm going to, uh, uh, test you a little bit by asking you a question. Uh Um, one of the things we've had to do on the R five C, uh, running it because we're running RF mount lenses direct to body. Mm -hmm. Um, let's say the 100 to 500. So it's RF direct to body. Um, we do not have a built-in ND filter, mm-hmm. so we're having to add that additional. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's a, it's a it's a screw-on ND filter for the end of the lens that we're purchasing uh, a variable ND filter. Um, why the hell are we doing that? Because it's super bright out here. Okay, it's super bright out here. But why couldn't I just crank the shutter or close the aperture? Testing my students. Uh-huh. I mean, sometimes it's so bright that cranking that isn't even enough. You can get up to f twenty two, and okay, yeah. there's some shots in the sun that are still just too bright. True. So let's say you wanted to shoot a, a photo or video of Kylie with her binoculars up, and you wanted a shallow depth. So you want to shoot it at say an f three five, right? It's way too yeah, it's, it's way, too, too, way too bright. Way for too that. bright. But if you crank the shutter in video mode, what are you doing? If you crank it super fast. Yeah, if you speed it up. Do you remember? I don't. Okay. So so basically what's happening here, when you speed up the shutter, uh, the shutter speed in video mode, you're actually going to start to get that surrealistic look. Because remember, your rule uh, for shutter speed is to um, run it. Half the frame rate. Two times. Double the frame rate. Double the frame rate. Right. So if you're running in 24 frames per second, you're running, let's just say, a 50th shutter um, well, you don't want to have to crank that up to 800th to, to gain your to gain your light, right? Or to, to knock your light down. Right. Um, 
So that's why you use an ND filter. An ND filter is basically a pair of sunglasses for your camera lens. Mm -hmm. You put that pair of sunglasses on, it knocks down the lights, you can keep your shutter speed where it needs to be, and you can adjust your aperture and not lose uh, light or have too much light, right? So a variable ND filter, if you're not running one and you don't have one, so like a lot of our lenses will run that uh, adapter that goes mm -hmm. between the camera and the lens, and it's got a built-in ND filter. So we adjust that. You're used to that. Mm -hmm. If you don't do that and you adapt directly to the lens, you have to buy a variable ND filter if you're running shooting video uh, or photos, honestly. I still have that interference. It's just there. The viewer's not going to care because they're probably drinking a beer too, right? Well, unless they're driving down the road, right? Isn't that how you listen to your podcast, Kylie? Driving uh, down the road? Sometimes. Where else? Uh, at work. Oh. <laughs> When I'm pretending to work. <laughs> She's got a real serious job, yeah. doesn't she? Yeah. Put on a little caller daddy. Your, bo your boss isn't listening to this, right? No. no. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely yeah. not. Oh, really? Not right, a hunter? He's a pretty boy. No, he's... Oh, really? He's a good dude. Is he? He's a pretty boy. He's just in case he's listening. He's, he he's a good dude. I do a lot of work for him. I gotta be nice. Oh, do you actually? The one thing I was gonna tell Chris is if, if you want to correct all those issues that you're talking about, just use a GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> you can get that back for you. Oh, that's so good, yes. That's still like one of my favorite parts about the intro of the uh, to oh, the yeah. podcast. You're like you can get that by going to Bedford's camera video and you're like, Yeah, I may have said that one or one or two times. <laughs> Bedford Camera provides everything you need regardless of your budget or skill level. Whether you're into shooting photos or filming your hunting and fishing adventures, you can speak directly to their outdoor division so you can feel confident they understand your needs. The outdoor team at Bedford's isn't there to move product off the shelf fast. They are there because they care and to help you get into the gear that's right for you. With seven store locations and a huge inventory of product, they have what you want when you want it. Bedford Camera and Video. So yeah, you, you used to run cameras, but what'd you just say? I'm the reason you stopped. Oh yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm in there listening to Chris get yelled at. I mean, if I was Chris, I'd quit. Right? Just you gotta, quit. If you if you zoom in too much, he's like, well, you know, you gotta zoom back out and then you zoom out. And you gotta crop it. Now you gotta crop it. <laughs> My favorite part is it's all true. I cannot deny any of it. It's, it's all so true. <clears throat> I sold all my camera gear the last time Tom looked at some of my footage. <laughs> Put it on freaking eBay. Used. <laughs> used at Bedford's. Oh, Go to funny. Bedford's camera and video. <laughs> Backslash used. <laughs> um, so bouncing back to the hunt, I want to talk a little bit more about the hunt. Um, Kylie, what went through your mind leading up to, to being here? Oh, man. You know, I tried to really put myself back in this the whole environment in 2015 when, when we were in Southern Colorado right. and learning from that, obviously mm -hmm. that was an archery hunt. So it was a little yep. bit different yep. than yep. this, knowing that we were going to have a guide for this one. I yep. felt super confident. And Jason's yep. like the best fo uh, hype man ever. Cause he's like, you're going to kill an elk. You're going to kill an elk. No questions yeah. asked. Yeah. Why would you think otherwise? So I really just tried to, Honestly, research the area. I know people who have hunted the same unit and they've had yep. great success, but they said the yep. same thing. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough terrain. Rugged. Yeah. You got to yeah. really work for it. So knowing all of that, once we got here and kind of getting into it, the, the headspace a little bit more, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's when we all kind of realized, okay, well, this is not good for elk hunting. It's right. hot. There's we're no snow. And yeah. we're, Justin even said, we're really, they're going to make us earn it. And I feel yeah. like we've, 
tried to earn We've it. We've earned more than just one bowl. Yeah. So that's, you know, it, it, it just, it didn't pan out the way that we wanted, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. you know, I think I learned a lot about the animal, if nothing else. Yeah. You know, I think every time, that's really what it comes down to is, it's totally up to them. This isn't about how much preparation mm-hmm. I've done. No, it's not. I can really. shoot. I can get up the mountain. That doesn't matter. <laughs> no, not if they're not there. It doesn't matter at all. Right, right. You know, so keeping that in mind that it, it, it it's up to them, whether we like it or not, that and the weather, and that's mm-hmm. really, that's it. Yeah. I, you know, what about you, Footski? As far you, as... You're the one that were like, oh, you're going to kill an elk. It's going to be good. You built it up. So what, what do you... Well, you know, I mean, talking to Justin, you just don't... You know, like, right. obviously, he's expecting to have snow here. But, right, right. You know, like, the only thing I can say is, is, like, as much as we prep for this and shooting and all that stuff, I mean, she worked her ass off as far as, like, mm-hmm. trying Training. to get ready... <clears throat> Shit, I was in Montana a couple weeks ago, and I call her. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I got a 20-pound back on my back, and I'm getting ready for elk camp. <laughs> you know, but like... Oh, I was pumped. That's <clears throat> all. Well, you should. You know, it, it is what it is, right? Like, I mean, how many hunts have we been on where it's like, it's windy, it's hot, it's... You, you yeah. have no control over any of it, right? And, you know, like... I mean, shit. Two days ago, we were ready to pack elk out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's funny is is like when you talk so to Justin, amazing. right? So he was saying in twelve years that he's been hunting Colorado, this is the first year that he's never had snow on the first mm-hmm. week of I told my wife season. that and she goes, Well, welcome to hunting with Tom Petrie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, so it goes back to this is his thirteenth year, right? So like Outfitters, 13th year, do not book with them. Don't book 13th. Right? And then I'm yeah. sitting here looking out the but window, this looking at this as, black cat. This is black yeah. cat. That's, he this just jumped down. This little thing. And then Tom's here. And then Tom's here. It's like a triple whammy. <laughs> yeah. It's triple whammy. Like, no good. No yeah. good. But the good news is, is me and Melissa can make fun of you for another year now. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Yeah. It's so true. So, Justin, or, or, I'm sorry, Jordan. Oh, he did it again. I did it again. Sorry. Sorry. There's so wow. many J's here. So, so Justin, Jordan, Jordan the best was, Justin you guys Jordan. were going to turkey camp, right? And you had the best elk taco recipe. And I was like, Tom, you never shot an elk. Where are you getting the elk from? <laughs> Matt Singer. He did say that. Yeah, he's like, I don't understand how you do an elk taco. Like, what do you mean? He goes, you've not, you've not, you've not killed an elk. I'm like, bitch. I'm just gonna borrow. So, from Jason. what was your question starting going back? Like, as question. far as preparation. What was the question? Oh, yeah. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Holy uh, shit! You're preparate. You being a hype man. You, yeah, you being a hype man, and then coming here. You're bringing your wife. You're just here to be here, and then to see. I her, tried to uninvite him. Just that you did. I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. So Kylie I almost goes. Didn't. Why the hell are you going on? I don't go on any of your hunts. Why the hell are you? You going go on, on three hunts a year, all by your little self, and I'm home with the kids. I find. <laughs> Get my own hunt, and you're coming. Okay, I laugh my ass. Have off I sat with you only once, right? Twice. Well, you can't get up the mountain, so that's why. Oh, <laughs> damn, fighting words. They're I'm not gonna fighting words. These two here a little bit. This is gonna be fun. Husband, wife going at it. Um, no, yeah, like you, you like me when we booked this hunt was like nothing's guaranteed, but. We're rifle hunt in Colorado yeah. on private. Justin's done us great. We've hunted a bunch with him. And we've killed critters on a lot of those hunts. 
Confidence well, he was he was high. jacked about this whole deal, right? Like when yeah. I talked to him originally, he was like, "Listen, private ranch in the middle of a bunch of you know, like he's like snow shut, push know, pushes down, everything down." Public, yeah. we talked it about lays, it today right. at lunch. You know, he's like, "You literally have all this stuff. You just pop over, shoot him." Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. It lays. It's beautiful. And yeah. I will yeah. say this about Justin. I I really appreciate his honesty about it because we even talked about this today. That please some, lie. Please lie. <laughs> yeah. But he's been super honest with us. Like I've never experienced this. You know. Yeah. He he he, he understands. He's in the frustration right there with us. Like <laughs> he, he gets even it. Even with the bull, he's like. Yeah, I mean, there's a good chance that bull's gone. Yeah. Like, we're it, like, I mean, what? He, Come he, on. he was super confident about us going after it at first. And then as, like, the hours went on, he was like, mm, that bull's gone. Right. <laughs> we come back and we're like, we're, me, Foot, and Jordan, like, okay, we got a plan. We know we're going to pack it out. We're going to be this. And then Chris is like, yeah, Justin said that bull's probably gone. Gone. <laughs> we're like, sucked you right out of us. Yeah, just empty. <laughs> like no confidence booster whatsoever. Yeah. Zero. The opposite. Just shot us right in the ass. But yeah, that but that elk is in seven. But he, he, he proved is. himself right because we went up there and there was yeah nothing. We went nothing. all the way the shit up there. Nothing. Which is really really up there. Up there. Wow. Here's the thing about if you ever get a chance to hunt this area, I, I've never hunted. Terrain like ground, like this, yeah, right? It's different, it's rocky, it's sandy. Every step sage you take, brush. you're going straight up, and sage, a lot of sage. So, every step you take as you're going up or freaking down is like you better have your footing, yep. because cool. if you're not, if no. you don't, yep, you imagine rolling. Like, I rolled a couple rocks but caught my step, yeah, but if you don't, you're it, all you're gonna keep going, you, you, yeah, there's a good chance you're gonna, you're roll gonna hurt yourself. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. it's not gonna be good, pre- nope. it's not gonna be pretty, nope, you're coming back. A little beat up. Nope. I fell over a log coming out the first night we went up the mountain. And I told Chris, just leave me here. That's right. Chris just is like, I want to help me. her. And she just said, just leave me here. Just, I can just picture you just rolling around. You're just so tired. You just want to just, just be was, alone for a minute. She was on her back. With her legs still up yeah. on the log that she tripped over, and I stuck my hand out. Just leave me. I went to pick up my glove that I dropped, and I just kept on going. Oh my god! You Did you find your glove? Yes. Yeah, I found my Justin glove. Justin was like, "Boop." Yep. Boop. There was. Oh no shit! That's awesome. Yeah. Found my glove. Have you ever dreamed of working in the outdoor industry and unsure of what that next step should be? Film the Hunt, the industry's leader in production education and the most trusted source for job placement. We're day four. We're in Colorado. Deer, bear, moose. Rock. We've seen a bunch of moose. Coyotes. Holy shit, have we seen a bunch of moose. Coyotes. I've not seen a coyote. You guys did. We saw did. two. We've seen a bunch of coyotes. Yeah. Before I got here, you guys saw. A lot we of didn't moose. really see. Well, yeah. They a lot were, of antelope, a lot of mule deer. A lot of antelope. Holy shit. Moose. We had a moose come in at what, 60 yards? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 60 yards. A lip curled right bowl. at us. Yeah. How's it go? I wish you guys could see her <laughs> lip curling right now. If I could show you the video of Kylie. Moose lip curling right now. She's like, he went like. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I loved it because she had to put her eyes, her hands over her eyes when yeah. she was looking through the binos. <laughs> I was in the moment. I was being Justin. Okay. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. Okay, do. <laughs> so good. Uh, are you eating again, Chris? Are you going to do some push-ups here for us? Oh, for him? Okay. Yeah, yeah he's, done, he's done with lower body. He's done lower body. got lots of workout this week. <laughs> Upper body, not so much. 
No, actually, who am I kidding? Lower body didn't get shit for workout. We sat on our ass every day hey, for four ate days. pasta. Listen. <laughs> Holy shit. Pasta. What are we having for dinner tomorrow? Pasta? Holy, I've never we had We climbed the mountain twice, though. So we yeah, some... 89 flights is what that mountain Two was. Two times. Twice. Well, you had to. You had to work off the fucking spaghetti. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. That's why I don't feel bad that we've had spaghetti every so, night. So let, tell me this. So yeah. how did this happen? The spaghetti? He, yeah. Okay, well, hold on. Let me backtrack here. So remember the husband that I told you about that I tried to uninvite. So he finds out. All right, well, he kind of put two and two together and was like, well, I don't have a tag. I'm not going up on the mountain. Oh, shit. Am I going to be camp bitch? And you're like, so yep. he kind of realized, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so he, he got it catered. He called his buddy that owns a restaurant and got it catered. You ever cater an elk hunt, Donnie? Donnie Johnson. I didn't Is know. Is that his name? Wait, yeah. Don Johnson? Wait, Donnie, Johnson. Donnie, Donnie Johnson. Donnie Johnson. That's Donnie amazing. Johnson. Donnie Johnson, the name you know. So I didn't know that was a thing because all the hunts that he drives to, I try to send him with food. Had I known this, is, I would have thrown a frozen bag of veggies in there and said, here you go. Here, exactly. That's it. Bye. Right, here we go. No. So he. Uh, I said to her, I was like, listen, you were going to make some of the meals. And yep. she goes, ah. And Ooh, I was like. That was nice sound. Anyway, long and short of it is, time to make I was just trying meals, to support right? somebody starting up a restaurant. But hold on. So oh, let's go here back. we go. But hold on. But let's go back. <laughs> Johnny owns an Italian restaurant. So he, what, did, what did he make for us? Lasagna, spaghetti and meatballs, chicken parm with spaghetti. Well, I'm pretty and sure you burnt every me, one of those meals. No, oh! No. But I'm going to kill him. I, I, I know. I know. Smother him in his Whose toast is this? It's going across the room. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kylie, day three of not seeing elk in the morning is a beast. Like my wife. Just don't screw with her. She's like, she didn't say anything. Anybody come in here? Whose toast is this in here? It's going across the room. Whoever's didn't toast even, is no eye contact at all. Just bruh, no toast. Yeah, going across the room. <laughs> Or George had never seen him move that fast. Hey, George's like, ooh, that's mine. That's mine. <laughs> Here I come. I get, I get the toast. I get the toast. <laughs> that's my deal. Got it. <laughs> but no, obviously he owns an Italian restaurant. Yeah. Well, but then stupid me, I guess I didn't realize, or maybe I didn't pay attention to what he said Donnie was making. So I was like, well, I'll just make some taco spaghetti and I'll make some <laughs> chicken and rice casserole. And, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So nothing but spaghetti and carbs. And hey. We've eaten so much. Much, I mean, the only person that hasn't complained is Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Chris eats every three and a half minutes. Yep. <laughs> yep. I swear to God, every time I turned around, I just heard like a, a, a crinkling of like a rapper. And I'm like, that motherfucker's eating again? <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. And I'd be like, and I'd just be like, my blood sugar. My blood sugar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I asked him, but he told it's because he works out so much, and that I think makes it even that better. even better. Are you kidding me? Uh, I'm diabetic. Can I work out like Cam Haynes? I need, <laughs> I need food. Last night, we were, I was sitting down below watching you guys climb up that mountain, just chilling. And so I'm glassing, and I got those those 12 by vortex, whatever. And yeah. I'm laughing because I look up, and Chris has got this. I thought it was an elk. But he's got this log on his back, and he's just up there doing squats. <laughs> just an extra. Gonna do workout. lunges the rest of the way up. Don't mind me. <laughs> this thousand foot vertical does nothing for me. I need a log on my back. Does anybody have another Cliff Bar? 
true. Oh my god, it's so freaking true. But then, but then, but then, do you remember where you? Oh, go ahead. You you were gonna yeah. tell about Wyoming? Why? Yeah. Yes. So, tell it. Tell it. Tell it. So when I found out Chris was diabetic, you know, I'm always super cautious, and <laughs> this is such a good. This is so funny. And so we we he we stop, and it's like mid mid morning or whatever, and I'm like oh, mid climb, like, mid, we're, like going. we're like he's like. Hey, Suze, can you reach my bag and, and get me a, a, I think it was like... A stinger or, or something. something like that. Yeah. I was like, you, you okay, man? You, you doing, a, you know, like... He's yeah, like, we're concerned. Like, we're yeah. like, holy shit, he just stopped this mid like climb. It's it's early. You're like, oh, yeah. man, you all right? Yeah. And he's like, no, Suze, I'm just fucking hungry. like, a cheese pizza. It's like six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, Suze is like, dude, is your blood sugar low? I'm like, it's not a medical issue. It's a I'm fucking hungry issue. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. We both, we just all just busted out laughing. We're like, oh, this just struck you in the middle of the climb up. You're like, you know what? I'm hungry. We're going to stop. I'm going to eat. And we're all going to take a break while I eat. God, that was hilarious. But let me tell you about tomorrow. Oh. Oh, dude. Oh. Oh. Like, like you've heard all the stories, like how you grind it out and it's the last day. It just all comes together. I don't know that we've been really grinding it out. You two were on the hill. Playing wait, wait. We, play, we played baseball. <laughs> and we went bowling. We went bowling, bowling for elk. <laughs> we really call this grinding it out, guys. If we're not hunting and we're just glassing, we may as well have fun, right? I mean, we were talking about, I was I was shopping today. I bought blinds for my kitchen. You bought a new. I bought a new bad blind. Yeah, Justin said he was buying. That's, that's what we've been doing. <laughs> The good news, we didn't spend any money. We made our own bat. (laughs) This is true. And I was like, Tom, put your gloves on because this thing hurts. They were out there playing caveman baseball. (laughs) We were. We were with with rocks, sticks, and pine cones. And it was so much fun. We're sitting there and like, so first off, how this started was we were really bored. (laughs) We've been sitting for five and a half hours. Oh, look, another mule deer. Yeah, exactly. There's our 4,000th mule deer dough. Uh, Just FYI, the mule deer are actually migrating out of where we are hunting. That is going into Wyoming because the snowfall gets so high they can't survive. So they literally, November... I feel like it was November. November middle. November middle. (laughs) By the way, it's uh, elk hunting is off right now. No, it's It's, off. It's It's not on. It was on two days ago. We had one on. It's off again. (laughs) One on. (laughs) One. It's on. on. We were packing it out and it was off. (laughs) So, so before you go back into that story, I got to preface this because we talk about this often and... I think it's so funny. And it's worth, ta- you, you got to call it out, right? You guys are all on social media. You're all like, you're all, you'll have social media. Guaranteed in another, what's today? October what? 18th. 18th. I guarantee you in like sometime in the next week, there's going to be a post by somebody, probably more than one, probably more like a hundred people that posts like, oh yeah, had a buck chasing a doe. The oh, rut yeah. is off. <laughs> oh yeah. You know yeah. it's happening. You know. It's like, yeah. Cause and then that's how this joke came about for Foot and I. We always like we had this j- inside joke like, oh, it's on, yeah. oh, dude, like it is on. It's so, like we'd be sitting in a tree stand and like see this buck come through and he'd be like, it's on, it's on. I see a buck. And then like thirty seven seconds later, he's gone. He's like, it's off. <laughs> so the joke carried carried out to to bear moose. Coyote, Coyote, deer, rock, ca- rock camp, brown rock, camp. <laughs> brown rock camp, brown rock camp, and uh, 
Yeah, so we were like, it's on. This morning I looked over, we were like, shit. I'm like, it's definitely off. It is off. Oh my God. Anyway, I interrupted somebody. Who the hell? You were going to, yeah, but you were saying. I was just saying, we started bowling and. Oh, yeah. So that's bowling for grinding elk. it out. Bowl, grinding it out. Grinding Probably, right? it out. You grind out that long and you bowl and play baseball, you're bound to be Shop successful. Shop on Target. Shop on Target. Or yeah. I was watching the Chiefs-Bills game Sunday up there when that wind, or yeah, when it, all that oh, wind came really through. Windy? I'm just sitting there, we're all watching it, sharing my phone, watching the freaking Chiefs-Bills so game. So amazing. But no, it, it's uh, it, it bowl. So we're st- we're sitting there, and it's like we're so bored. I don't want to say so bored because we're we're having a good conversation, but we're not seeing any. <coughs> if we didn't have the camp we had, this would oh, not yeah, be a no. fun hunt. Oof. No, could you imagine? You imagine if you were either a by yourself oh. or b if you had three other people you didn't know. No. If we didn't have the camp laughs and this right here on yeah. this table, it would be it would be miserable. You probably would have went home. Yeah. By now, honestly, I would have went home. Yeah. By now, because it would just, it's been tough. And this has been the epitome of a very, 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 very mentally tough. Yep. Not as physical. I mean, we had those couple of climbs, but that's not, that's nothing. No. This has been mentally very, very, very brutal. Yeah. Um, so hence the bowling for elk. So Susie. Well, I won. I won, by the way. <laughs> you you did one bowling. What, how you, do you win? Oh, what you're you about to find out. My, my rock oh. went all the way down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So oh, I, yeah. I caught this on video, but I wanted to shake things up a little bit, get the earth moving. Get the earth moving, yeah. <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, it's pretty still out there. You know? so, Lay out some calls. You know, nature's pretty neat. So, nature's you know? neat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, yeah, you know, just shake it up a little bit, you know. <laughs> oh, so uh, that, yeah, I grabbed a rock and I chucked it down the hill and I wanted to see if it made it to the bottom or not. And sure enough, it didn't. So I was like, I, gra- I grabbed another one, a little bit bigger. Didn't. Still didn't make it. And Foot's like, watch this. Hold my beer. Yeah. He digs in. Tramp stamp and all. Yeah, tramp stamp was about hanging out. (laughs) He reaches down, pulls this rock out, and it's so big it almost knocks him over. (laughs) This is all on film, by the way. All on film. Hold on a second. The one thing I will say, I think back this up a little bit, is when we would see the mule deer out far, we would go, come here, boy. Come here, boy. (laughs) We would throw throw a little stick. stick. (laughs) You want a stick? We pick up a stick, like, here you go, here you go. We throw a stick. Come on. <laughs> like the dog out here, every time we come home, he comes over with a stick. He just wants to play fetch. Oh my god! And I think that's how it kind of started. Uh, it did. Why did I it get did. to hunt with you guys then? Well, you could have. You no. didn't want to. Remember, husband. Um, I think uh, I think that the best part was is we were bowling. Well, you guys were bowling. I was watching you bowl and I was filming you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, doesn't matter. And then some. Um, and then we were watching you guys bowl. I was watching you guys bowl. And then all of a sudden, foot. And I've known him for years. And I know this. When he does this, I'm like, oh, shit. Oh. What's going to happen? He's like, I got an idea. He's like, got a new game. Hold on. Hold on. And he just, just walks down the hill like 20, 30 yards. He grabs this like eight foot long stick. It's like two inches around. He's like, bam. He's grabbing He's like. He breaks it over his knee and he comes up with this thing and he's like, pine cone, he tosses it to Susie. He's like, 
pine cone baseball. Let's go. <laughs> and so he's up there and he's got this bat, right? Uh, and um, first swing, he like, so Susie pitches him the pine cone. He's, yow! And he swings. He's, ah! You can see he looks down at his hands. There was like, what was it? Like just little. It's just these little. Like cut them all up. Like spines on the, on the, on yeah, the tree. Yeah, I got them in my hand. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, it. You didn't, just need to it sand didn't the cut it, down but it was more. Well, we didn't have fucking sandpaper <laughs> <laughs> at eighty five hundred feet. <laughs> so I go to well, actually, so foot bats for a while, and he smashes a couple. Yeah, Susie gets up, smashes a couple, and then that one. Oh, oh swinging! Wow. Yeah, went for the fences. That was a good swing. Did you play ball when you were young? I did. And yeah, he that was a good fell one. Over. <laughs> he missed it and was like, he's like, oh, I threw. I think I threw out my back. Yeah, the momentum carried it. And then yeah. I got up there with my, I got my bino harness on, all this shit's flying all over the place. <laughs> and I, but I was, well, I wasn't smart. You guys told me, like, put on your gloves. Oh, yeah. Because you guys were all torn up. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a madhouse out there. We, re, we actually renamed the, the, the lookout. Now, this was the south lookout. It's now the ball field. <laughs> so we call it the ball field. This is what you got to do when you're not seeing elk. But, um, so we went bowling. We played baseball. Uh, we may have smoked a cigar. I mean, these things happen. Yeah. When you're just not seeing. <laughs> Day four, oh, no Day out. four. So, so picture this. We hunt. Okay. We leave the house at 6 a.m. We come back about 11 a.m. So we're out there for five hours glassing nothingness. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> going like this, going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's stopped for a it's second. It's not like it's thick timber either. Like we're up on a. Peak looking down into a valley yeah. where you can see. Every, so it's not like the elk could sneak up on you. No. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I said that to Jordan tonight. I'm like, you know, if we were looking at this like one little window, this crevice, be like, oh, you know, we haven't seen one in four days. No. Yeah. We can see about three miles to the north and three miles to the south. Yep. And there's four people constantly glassing. So yeah. nothing's going to slip by. Nothing's slipping by. The one elk that did the happen on the very corner. Elk. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, this some bitch is in the next it up high. <laughs> He's in Wyoming with a mule deer. Yeah. <laughs> it is so true. It is. It's. It's. But that just goes to show you how excited you get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we needed flutter. a little bit of yeah. that. We though. needed Jordan, that little flutter. Jordan is gonna. We're gonna. We're, we're nearing. We're nearing the end of the conversation. We need to end this with bourbon. As you all know, we do enjoy our bourbon here at Become One. I'll take one. We too. love to toast. I'll do a little Pendleton though. Ooh. We got a we got a little lady. we got we finished a bottle of old elk. We're now moving on to uh, we have some Pendleton and Tin Cup, uh, which we picked up the local liquor store, which is phenomenal which, by the way. Phenomenal right? wood stove going. Old Cute lady old in lady. There. She's like I stoked a wood stove. What do you need? <laughs> and she's got every one of her bottles with like a white sticker on it and the handwritten price tag. <laughs> I love that about that place, right? I when we went food. downtown, that was actually pretty cool. Like, I just like the smell. Like, obviously, there was some people that had some fires burning, chimneys, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that smell is like, I, yeah. God, I miss that so much. Tough week of hunting. Uh, there's no question in my mind. It sucks. Uh, I know we're, we're nearing the end of the hunt. We're nearing the end of this podcast. You guys are probably already hearing the music is starting. You know it's coming to an end, but... There's always that slight chance. We, we often leave podcasts with that slight chance. 
that it does come together. So we do have one more day. So if you're not hearing the music, maybe it's coming together for us. Maybe it's not. Um, but uh, we've got a, 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 a small pour of bourbon in front of each one of us almost, <laughs> except Chris. But that's okay. Chris Chris, Chris is not push-ups. partake. He's doing push-ups. <laughs> he's got Red Bull. He's got Red Bull and push-ups. He's, yeah. doing, he's on number 72 right now. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, uh, I would like to say that I had a great time with you guys, um, and I'm glad we're here together. It sucks the way it went, um, but trust me, it sucks for all of us. Uh, but it's okay. Uh, not all hunts are successful. Closing thoughts, the Suge. Keep hammering. Keep hammering. Closing <laughs> thoughts, Oh, Ace. God. I know. We saw a lot of cool things. I learned a lot of new stuff this week, so even though we didn't get an elk, it was still a very beneficial and enjoyable week. Good deal. So. It's awesome sharing it with you guys. But uh, the last time I hunted Colorado with Tom elk hunting, he told me he was a man of not many words. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lie. That was a bold faced lie right there. I laughed for a long time about that. <laughs> I bet you did. Because that was a bold faced lie. What bullshit. Um, I got no words. I got no reply to that. <laughs> Kylie, final words. I will say that although he's a great hype man, he's a freaking liar, my husband. <laughs> I did not kill an elk. <laughs> Love you to death, babe. But, but I did. We had the addition on the house plan and everything for that elk. But uh, great shit. time. He's Honestly, a liar. it was a great time, though. Yeah, I don't think if you you know I, I, if if you can afford to get out on an elk hunt, go and do, do it. it. But don't think it's. You know, oh, I've planned, it's going to be one and done. It's not guaranteed. Um, These things, and that's why I try to tell people, look, go as many as you, you don't have to go on this big elaborate elk hunt, you know. Do something that's uh, in your price range that you can do. Go learn and go do and experience it because, honestly, that's the majority of the fun. Killing an elk is a huge bonus, and it does not happen to a lot of people. Fact is, in most of these over-the-counter type units that, you're looking at like a five to seven percent success rate. So if you're going because you've saved up this money and you waited and you want to go once, your chance is so small of killing anyway. So you better not go with that being your ultimate success. You better go with the open mind of I'm going to have fun with friends. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy camp. I'm going to work my ass off and do everything I can. And if it happens, great. Yep. Right, Suge? Yeah, I got one more thing. Go ahead, man. That's good. It's good to be back on the Film Hunt Podcast. It is good to have you, yeah. my friend. It's uh, hope all the listeners and you know the veteran listeners. You know, it's uh, hope you're all out there still enjoying it and still you know recording and creating content. It's uh, and if you know any questions, whatever. I mean, I'm still around. You know, even though I'm not as active. Right, for sure. Yeah. No, it's good to have you back, Suge. Everybody in this room, it's good to have you. We're gonna uh, we're gonna raise our glasses. We're gonna toast to a hell of a good week, a hell of a good camp. Hell of uh, great friends, yeah. and uh, hey, who knows? Maybe the podcast will continue. But for now, <laughs> bourbon down the hatch. Good night, everyone. Salute. Hey, I'm so excited to be on my first podcast. Yay! I want to listen to it. <laughs> It'd be my first one I ever listened to. Peace out, bitches. <laughs>
That's the man that I'm trying to become Oh, what will they say when I'm gone? Oh, what will they say when I'm gone?